Welcome to the journey. You walk with me, I walk with you. Together we face life. Hand in hand, side by side. With Jesus the mastermind. It takes faith, it takes a step. To finish a thousand miles. But together, we're in this. And this is called the journey. What's up, everybody? Hope all is well. Welcome back to The Journey with your host, Karen Sam. It's a new week, and we thank God so much. Today is March 24th, and it's the 10th episode of The Journey. On last week's episode, we began the Q&A session with Pastor John K. Sion Jr., where he shared wisdom and answered some of our questions. He's back this week to answer the rest of our questions, so I really can't wait. We were blessed, so, so blessed by him last week, and I know that the Lord is going to use him to talk to and teach to us this week as well. Guess what, guys? So this is the finale of the five-part series, Praying for My Spouse. We just want to thank God for bringing us this far and for the lives of all the couples that came onto the show to, to share their stories. We want to thank Deacon Sam and his wife, Ashley Anderson, Deacon Reagan and his wife, Lucia Yim, and Lord and his wife, Bianca Anderson, for coming onto the show to share their journeys, as well as advising the upcoming ones about how to pray for our spouses. We were blessed, and I know that we took a lot of gems and golden nuggets from all their episodes. As aforementioned, Today's show, we're going to conclude the five-part series we've been treating. All of your questions will be answered, and stay tuned for a special announcement at the end of the episode. If you've been tuning to the past nine episodes of the show, welcome back, and God bless you. Sticking with us for 10 episodes is not easy, but if this is your first time tuning into the show, then let me tell you a little bit about it. So The Journey is a Christ-based and Bible-based podcast that focuses on anything and everything that has to do with our lives in this generation, such as education, relationships, health, career choices, love, marriage, etc. But most importantly, how all of these things can be enhanced if and when we have Jesus in the center. New episodes drop weekly every Tuesday at 3 p.m., You can find the previous episodes on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio. Please and please and please again, subscribe. Please do so to be notified when new episodes drop. And leave us a rating and review so we move forward together. On this 10th episode, we at The Journey just want to thank everybody who's been on this journey with us. As I stated before, this is our 10th episode. This is our 10th week. Thank you to everybody who's been listening and supporting from the premiere episode till now and everybody who discovered us along the way. God bless you for all the love and the support. We really, really appreciate it. And we ask that the God that we serve bless you for your time, resources, and devotion to the journey. We've heard what has been going on, especially about the coronavirus. Last week, I gave a slight PSA. And this week, before we begin today's discussion, I just want to admonish us once again. I saw a lot this week, and I was reminded of the story in Exodus when the angel of death was passing in Egypt, ready to kill the firstborns. The Lord instructed the people of Israel to kill a lamb and to use the blood to cover the doorpost. I can very well say that although 
The Israelites were God's chosen people, and he knew them. If they had not followed the instructions given by God, their firstborns would have perished, along with the firstborns of the Egyptians. We are believers, yes, and the Bible tells us that the Lord knows them that are his. Nevertheless, if we don't take care of ourselves and subject to the preventative measures instructed, we will not be spared. So let's stand firm in our faith and adhere to God's authority and sovereignty over our lives and this pandemic. Let's continue to wash our hands frequently, use hand sanitizer, stop touching our faces, drink lots of water. (laughs) I learned that the virus cannot withstand heat. So if you drink water every 15 minutes and the virus has um, been contracted in your mouth, the water is going to bring it to your stomach where it is going to be destroyed by the gastric juices. Also, a lot of the symptoms of the coronavirus have a lot to do with our chest. I read that periodically, let's take a deep breath and hold it for 10 seconds. If your chest begins to feel tight and you begin to cough, go get checked out. Please, everyone, let's be safe. Let's stick to the rules that our nation and our communities have given us. Let's continue to pray for the nation and for the world and ask God to heal our land. The world is coming to an end, guys. Let's be ready. On today's show, our special guest is back. You heard from him last week. He's a husband, he's a father, he's a brother, he's a son, a pastor, and most importantly, our friend. He's one of the most humble men I've ever met and known, and I'm not just saying that because he's my brother. I'm saying it because the Bible says, by their fruits you will know them, and his fruits determine that indeed we know and sit under a true man of God, a teacher of the unaudible... A teacher of the unadulterated word of God. Guys, English is not my strong suit. It wasn't my first language. Help me welcome again my pastor, Pastor John K. Sion Jr. Hi, Pastor. Hi. How are you? (laughs) I'm good. How are you? Great. Thank God. So last week, we got to hear a little bit about you, but not in detail. So we just want to get to know you on a deeper level. So we want to ask... Can you tell us maybe, they're still open-ended questions, but can you tell us maybe like two facts about you that nobody would ever believe? Fact? Yeah. I'm funny. That's true, though. Oh, <laughs> we, so people know we that? We all know that. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm scared of rat. Really? Yes. <laughs> or mouse. Anything that moves, that looks like a rat? No. Yeah. It's all about squirrels and gerbils. No, they are a little bigger. So, um, so no, just yes. mice and rats. Mice and rats. <laughs> I don't know. So I knew you used to live in New York. Yes. So how did you handle that? Because oh, they're all Jesus over the place. Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I remember one time um, my our parents purchased mm-hmm. a new couch. And so a friend of mine, Henry, we had to take one the old one, you know, and go dump it. Mm-hmm. So we had picked this thing up, going down the stairs, and I was I was in front. So you were already down the stairs. Yes. Okay. And then to my surprise, this big <gasps> rat. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> jumped out of the sofa. Jesus. <laughs> Karen, that day it took the grace and mercy of God. Oh my gosh. I don't know what happened to that sofa. Like 
And you were down, so the sofa was on top of you, technically. If yes, you were I, it down. I was holding it, and my back was, was facing downstairs. Facing down. So, <laughs> and we were in the middle oh, of the Jesus. stairs. I dropped the thing. And you ran. Yeah, I don't know how I was able to turn and drop the thing. I jumped <laughs> from the middle of the stairs downstairs, and I got out of the, the building. Wow. Like, and it took me more than two hours to come back. Oh, they had to get God. rid of everything. Right? I don't know. <laughs> that's that's something that even when I see them on, on, on TV, TV, like, I, I can't stand. I get, I don't know. Oh, my god! I, I, I can't. I'm like that with most animals, but rats are nasty. I can't. <laughs> and I think um, when I was young, I watched this movie. Mm-hmm. It was a Nigerian movie called Scores mm. to Settle. Scores to Settle? Yeah, Scores to Settle, I believe. And I think in that movie, there was this lady who was uh, a witch. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> she was on an assignment. Mm-hmm. And on... On that assignment, she was supposed to go destroy this man and the family, I believe, or the man, his job and everything. And so when she went on a mission, she fell in love with the man. Mm. And so um, the man, God through the man, got this lady converted to be a Christian. Oh, wow. And uh, when in, in that process, each time she go back, to the dark world, mm-hmm. they will punish her mm. because she couldn't fulfill her assignment. Her assignment because she fell in love with the guy, and mm-hmm. so she was not able to continue her assignment. Mm-hmm. And what brought this fear about rats was in that movie, the lady could not give birth, mm. and so they had to go and adapt. This is the um, converted lady. The converted lady, she could not have kids, okay. so. Um, the husband and her, they had to go and adapt. Mm-hmm. And the witches in the dark world, they saw that. Mm-hmm. So um, one of them turned themselves into um, a newborn baby mm-hmm. that was um, dumped at, at a, a refuge center, a place like that. Mm-hmm. And so the man and the wife were walking by and they saw a baby crying. Mm. No, I think somebody saw the baby crying at that refuge dump. Mm-hmm. They took the baby to a foster... Um, like an orphanage. Orphanage, something like that. And then the man and the wife went to adapt that, that child. Oh, and when they went and adapt the child, um, they would be sleeping in the night and the baby would be in their middle and the baby turned to a rat. Oh, my gosh! And I think that was where this, <laughs> my rat thing... <laughs> Began. My my rat episode started. <laughs> wow. And since that time, I haven't been able to get over this. I don't know whether it's fear or... But each time I see rat, it reminds me. And mm. I, even in a movie, the kind of rat they they, were, they use was so ugly Ew. that it have sore and Ew. everything. I don't know where they got that rat from to be that part of the movie. Like, ah! Wow. Yes. So from that time, I think I was what, like 18 years. Oh, wow. No, no, 15. I was 15. And then since then, you yeah, can't. 20, 25 to 26 years now. And still, like, oh. each time I see rat, like, 
my mind, that memory. That's why the last time when I was here, I told you that, you know. Um, memories don't disappear. Memories don't disappear. <laughs> they take you back. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That is back. crazy. Yes. Wow. Okay. Another question. But, so, And the other one is um, oh. I love soccer. Oh, yeah. That, that's I, I love that's for sure. <laughs> yes, I love soccer. That's for sure. I used to play until um I got hurt and then my wife retired me. So now, oh yeah, so you can't play no more. Uh, Could you, you coach it if you had to? No, I won't coach because there's a lot of temptation to play. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. So you said you have a wife. Yes, I do. Can you tell us a little bit about? I've been married to this amazing, wonderful um, young lady. Mm -hmm. My name is Diane, mm -hmm. and um, we've been married for, this year will be 13 years. Wow. We've been graciously blessed mm. with four children, two boys, hey. two girls. Yes. Four kids. Yes, yes, How do you yes. do it? Um, we prayed to the Lord, and he gave us four kids. <laughs> he knew you could handle it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you want more? No. <laughs> No more. Not in America. Oh. <laughs> in Ghana? No. 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 no, and no nowhere no. else. I think four is fine. Hmm. Um I think if 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 you get married and you're looking for to have children and you are blessed by God to have a boy and a girl, mm -hmm. I think that's it. Mm. But with me I have you know the opportunity to have two boys, mm. two girls. So I don't know what I'll be looking for. <laughs> you don't need another no, one. <laughs> no, no, no. And, oh. and 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 among us, everything is like three. Everything is three. Everything is three. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> my That's wife nice. and my first child, and the last one, like we, we call them the elephant. Like, <laughs> Why? They, they, they have this nice fluffy chubby. Oh, they have their you know, thick. body. Yeah, they're mm -hmm. very thick, and every day they tell us that they they have big bones. <laughs> and um, I can relate. And myself, my second boy, and my first girl, uh, we are called the hyenas. We <laughs> we are skinny, dark in complexion. Oh, okay. And <laughs> you know. Uh, we bring a lot of fun to the family. The the elephants, you know, like they're just around. They're chill. Yeah, they're just <laughs> around. So, um, you know, life life is not that too serious mm -hmm. that sometimes we make it to be. That's true. Especially we that we are in the Christian dome. Mm. Uh, a lot of time we make spirituality to dis distune us mm. from life, mm -hmm. but you know. Uh, my my home, very happy place. You know, we don't bring ministry to the house, nor do we take the house to ministry. Mm. We draw the line. That's so amazing. when I'm home, my little girl who is two years call me Echo Doggy. Echo Doggy. <laughs> <laughs> so you know that's that's us. Aww. That's us. That's us. We try to live what we preach. That's amazing. And how has I know you have um this. I don't know if I should say club called um, Pastor Sion's Marriage Club. Oh, yeah. 
I, I recently started Pastor Sion Singles Club. Like, yes, <laughs> guys, it's the best. Yeah. <laughs> We're part of it now. So, yeah, Pastor Sion's Marriage Club. Um, we started like um, maybe two or three years now, mm. and um, um, the Lord gave me a vision to inspire and encourage, mm. train and equip. Mm. Newlyweds, and so uh, my wife and I, by the grace of God, we started this thing. Like I said, I believe three years ago, and people that we have been blessed to counsel them to marry, we put ourselves together, and I believe in in January we we hosted our first ever um, association marriage club retreat mm. it was amazing like th- three days wow yes it was beautiful we thank god it was beautiful we, we spoke into details like my wife and i you know i'm blunt but you know my <laughs> wife was she just made herself so vulnerable mm. that they broke things down even some of the challenges that we face as you know couples mm-hmm. and i think our main idea for um that retreat was that some of some of the things that we we discovered were after 12 years in marriage mm-hmm. and so we sat down and we we broke down <clears throat> some of the things that we've realized what we should have done better and how to improve and mm. stuff like that. So when we did that, we said to ourselves that we want to be practical, not just share an idea mm-hmm. or information. And so by the grace of God, we, we really, you know, broke things down for people to understand. But one of the things that I realized about marriage is that Marriage issues, they are the same mm-hmm. everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's just that the dynamics of the issues changes based on the different personalities. Mm-hmm. But the actual issue in every marriage is differences. That's it. Mm, differences between the couple. Yes, that's it. That's the only problem in marriage. Mm. But then these differences differ every area of life. Mm. I have a different point of view when it comes to raising children. Okay. My wife does. I, I'm raised differently. She was raised differently. Mm-hmm. We are not the same. Right. There's there's difference between us. Mm-hmm. When it comes to money, we are both we are both savers, but among us being savers, I'm the spender. <laughs> I'm not a spender. spender I'm a saver. But I I, I can save on a purpose and blow the whole money. Mm, Whereas you just save. Where she is. And so even over there, Mm -hmm. I'm the type that can get up and say, hey, girl, I'm off tomorrow. Let's let's go to Florida. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yes. And she will tell me, hey. Let's sit down and mm, count the cost. Know, count the cost because the Bible says that Jesus said, Who builds without first counting cost? Mm-hmm. Like, but my whole 
thing was that since I'm very busy, every little time that I get, I try mm. to create memories with my family. And so um, the little that I have saved, mm-hmm. if I'm using it to create memories with my family, I will. It's worth it right, to me. Because life is all about memories. Mm. Wow. That's so amazing. So you say you've been married for 13 years. Yes, yes. And honestly, this year, this year yeah. I'm this year, Yeah. This, you know, in this society now, 13 years is like 50 years because, you know, of how society has become. You know, so what is one, I'll say, secret, you know, to your marriage that you would tell somebody who's listening? Christ. Mm. Christ mm-hmm. is the secret. Like, I always tell my wife that it's not about her. Mm-hmm. It's about it's about Jesus Christ. Right. Because anything that any man is doing or can do, every man can. Mm. And I believe she can also do whatever she wants. But since we both have the fear of God, mm. that is what keeps the two of us. And that is what helps us build trust between us. Right. Christ, Christ, is, Christ, Christ is the difference, difference maker. Mm. He makes the difference. Wow. Not that, you know, um, I'm a very romantic man mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. I'm, I'm knowledgeable in marriage. I've never been married before. <laughs> and so <laughs> I, I can't say that, you know, even though I, I might have a gift mm-hmm. to teach people and train and stuff like that, but there is this thing, there is this expectation mm-hmm. and reality, you understand? Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times we allow our expectation or we live in the expectation world mm-hmm. and we forget that the truth of the matter is the reality of life or, fa- or fact about reality. Yeah. You understand? So um, Christ, Christ is the difference maker. Sis, thank you. You're welcome. Okay, so we're going to get into the questions and answers. Sure. <laughs> Last week, you you really, really blessed us by answering some of our questions, but there, there are more questions <laughs> to be answered. So we're going to get into it. So my first question that you know we got was, how will I know when I have found the perfect spouse for me? Uh, when? Will you know? That's a nice question. <laughs> uh, there's a scripture I love. It says that the spirit of God and the spirit within us mm-hmm. bears witness that we are children of God. Children of God. Um, in every relationship. Right from the get go, mm-hmm. if it will work or it won't work, you will know. Mm. Because the spirit of God and the spirit in us bears witness that we are the sons of God. Mm-hmm. If we are truly children of God, the spirit of God will prompt us mm. from day one. Mm-hmm. But what happens to us is a lot of times. Because of the physical attractions, I think the last time I was telling you that there is a difference between looking and seeking. Yeah. And then also 
A lot of people are looking for their weaknesses in their spouse mm -hmm. to complete them. If, if that is your case, even if the Spirit of God prompts you, you will make excuse for them. Mm. Thinking that I can change them. Mm -hmm. I can change them. And I think one of the mistakes that a lot of time people do is sometimes a lady knows that this guy is in a relationship with somebody, mm -hmm. but they are friends. And then they will also, since they are friends, will know more about the boyfriend or the girlfriend. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times they put themselves in a situation that if I get to be with this guy, the way his relationship with that lady with me is not going to be like that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so all the weaknesses that they hear about the relationship mm. and stuff like that, they put themselves in a situation where they, they think that they are different. But mm -hmm. there's a saying in our language that if somebody can curse somebody, a friend, mm -hmm. and if you are around them mm -hmm. and you hear them, understand that one day they can do it mm -hmm. to you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and and sometimes that's that's a place that we put ourselves into thinking that, oh, I'm I'm his friend, I'm her friend, and oh that that lady is is, is not good for him, that man is not good for him, mm -hmm. but they they I can make this work if, if I'm in the situation. Mm -hmm. But then we forget that the issue are the same, the differences. Mm. And so Bible, Bible tells us that that faithful afternoon, whether it was afternoon or morning or evening, I call it afternoon. Mm -hmm. When God put Adam to sleep mm -hmm. and he took one of his ribs and made a woman, mm -hmm. Bible says, when the man got up from sleep, how he got to know mm -hmm. that the woman was born of his bones and uh, of his flesh. that always baffles my mind. Mm -hmm. And so, by the grace of God, if you meet that person, mm -hmm. there is this, there is this acceptance mm -hmm. that you feel in inside you. And it got nothing to do with last. Because me personally, when it comes to me and my wife, mm -hmm. she, she lived in America. I was in Ghana. The first time I saw her, I knew she was my wife. Mm. Like, me who have been around different women right. and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And at that time, I was 20 years. The moment my eyes set on her, mm. and it wasn't any lustful, you know, like, influence or anything like mm -hmm. I looked at her and I'm like wow this is her mm. that's that's exact words that I said wow that oh my god this is her and then I asked myself huh <laughs> and then I, I, I heard myself saying again oh that's my wife mm. and so since that day even that day at church, I didn't hear nothing that my dad preached. Like, because <laughs> I, I, I keep I keep looking at her. I keep looking at her. Mm. Now, wow. 
wow, that's that's my wife. Mm. That's my wife. Mm-hmm. I think at that time she was what? She was 17, I believe. Wow. Yeah, I believe. And and you were 20? And I was 20, about to be 21 or something like that. Yeah. But at that age, how do you how did you I mean <laughs> I know like um since you were young, you mm-hmm. had a very different mindset compared to I'll say compared to young men at that mm-hmm, age. Mm-hmm. But how did you know? Like even though you you had that acceptance I, as you're saying. I started praying for my spouse when I was like 14 years. Mm-hmm. You know, like at the age of 14, something connected with me. Mm-hmm. I I I realized something about our family. Mm-hmm. I saw that um I still have a cousin who's like 50 something that is now married. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had another cousin who's like maybe 50 or 40 something mm-hmm. who just got married like last year. Mm-hmm. I saw mm-hmm. that even though the family, the background of that family is, you know, prophet, pastors, mm-hmm. teachers, mm-hmm. evangelists, I realized that um there was some marital stronghold stronghold in the family. Mm-hmm. The women, you know, my my aunties, they've been married and divorced. And these were women that their father was a prophet. Mm-hmm. Like he was part of the group that prayed in Ghana for the Holy Ghost fire to descend in Asamankese. Like mm-hmm. but I realized that you could be born again, a believer, and still be under some areas of bondage. Mm. So when that thing connected at that age, 14, I said to the Lord, the Father, I want a woman like my my mom who can sing, because at, at, at that same age, I knew that one day I'll be in ministry. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know what I was going to do in ministry. I didn't <laughs> you know I was going to head a church or whatever. I knew that I would end up in ministry. Mm-hmm. And so I I prayed to God for all these years, and I told the Lord that, Lord, I want to be married before I turn 28. Mm. And um, <clears throat> so That's 14 years of prayer. People take a lot of things for granted. Wow. People joke about life. Mm. You know, and... When you are praying for a spouse, you mm-hmm. get yourself prepared. Mm. At the same time. At the same time. You know, I always tell people that opportunities are not lost. Mm. They are taken. Mm-hmm. When the door is open for you and you are not prepared, somebody else jumps in that door. Mm. And you can't wait till a door opens for you before you go prepare. Mm-hmm. Esther spent a whole one year mm. preparing herself huh, for a glance of a king. Mm, one night. It wasn't one night. It wasn't one night. One look. <laughs> one look of a king because it was a lot of them and they have mm-hmm. to walk past, you know, walk mm-hmm. by for the king to just look at them to decide whether he will pick them or not pick them. So mm-hmm. it was a glance. It wasn't one night. Wow. One night she could have convinced the king, mm-hmm. but there was a distance between them. Right. And 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 what am I talking over here? If the king did not marry Esther, 
or did not pick Esther. That preparation that Esther did was beneficial to herself. Mm, at the end of the day. At the end of the day, not mm. for the king. Not for the king. Mm -hmm. And so I think this is where a lot of us, um, we get messed up. Like, I was very young, but I realized that um, if, if I have to be married, I need to put myself together, especially those marriages around me that I was exposed to. Mm. And I'm a type that I'm a visual learner and I'm a very, very observant person. I observe things. I pay attention to things. I'm a very detailed person, mm -hmm. detail-oriented. And so all these marriages, I I looked at marriages in the church, in, in the, um, the community, mm -hmm. places that we went to on conventions because... You know, and since I was a PK, I was exposed to a, a lot of PK marriages. No, no, no. <laughs> P marriages. P marriages. <laughs> <laughs> Pastor's marriages. So, and and knowing at the age of 14 that I would end up in ministry and stuff like that, mm. that that's where the preparation started for yeah, me. Yeah. Like, a lot of times I'll ask myself, so if I was married and I'm living, what kind of home do I want my, my, my house to be? Mm -hmm. So At I, that age. Yeah, I wow. asked a lot of questions and I had this um, mental folder in my head mm -hmm. that I placed stuff in. Okay, this, I saw this person talking like this to their wife. Like, I won't don't do, do this. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I've never yelled at my wife, nor have I, you know, um, like, abused her, like, verbally or no. Yet, we argue. Mm. <laughs> And those of us that with, live with you can tell. We if argue you guys with have control. Mm, that's amazing. You know, we argue with control. If I realize that, you know, like my temper is going, mm. you know, mm. high or up, uh, like I calm her down. Uh, sometimes, for the sake of peace, I apologize to her. Wow. Yes. Because um, peace is everything I envisioned when I was 14 for my home. Mm. And nobody would take that away from me. Amen. Not myself. Mm. Yes. Wow. And so you have to have some principles in, in place mm -hmm. during that preparation and stuff. Like, like it's not just like bringing somebody in. Mm -hmm. You know, because whoever is coming is going to be your responsibility too. And who they are is going to influence what you become. Mm. Who they are. Very, very important. Who they are is going to influence who you're going to become later. Mm. You know, because you look, in every marriage, right, mm -hmm. we marry three people. Mm -hmm. Who you are, hmm? mm -hmm. uh, what you expect from the marriage, and what the marriage turned you to be. These are the three group of people that are going to be in the marriage. You're going to come in the marriage mm -hmm. hmm? with your expectation. That's number two. Mm -hmm. And so who are you as a person? That's number three. No, no, who are you is number one. Okay, who, who you who are you is are. number one. And a lot of time during dating, we fake who we are. Oh, definitely. And so we date somebody <laughs> we don't know. And then when we step in the marriage, mm -hmm. then later we ask ourselves, oh my God, I married the wrong person. Mm -hmm. You didn't marry the wrong person. You had the wrong expectations. You married the right person. Mm -hmm. You dated the wrong person mm -hmm. with different expectations. And now the marriage too is going to change the two of you. Right. You understand? So yeah. who you become in the marriage too is very, very important. Wow. And, and and we gotta pay attention to all this because 
you're going to change the woman mm-hmm. the mantle is going to change some of the physical changes that we see uh in in in, in women mm-hmm. like after kids they change right 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 and so you cannot be comparing i have a picture of my wife like 2005 no no 3 2003 like at that time i was into photography and each, each time i saw her because i was her secret admirer <laughs> Every time I saw her in church or what, I took a picture of her. Mm. And today, I have messed up her body that I saw in 2003. Mm. I caused the damages <laughs> to that body. But a lot of times, we forget that when we met this person, mm. they were not like this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It is, And so in the marriage, who they have become, mm-hmm. I have to adapt Learn, mm-hmm. relearn how to live with who they have become. Mm. And I think that's a big issue. And all these things are process. They are, they are process. And so when you are single, you got to know all this stuff before the person come in because the person you date is not the one you're going to marry. Mm. During dating, we meet people at their best. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then each time you meet them, they are well-dressed. Mm-hmm. Makeup on. Makeup on. You don't know how their room looks like. Mm-hmm. You don't know anything about them. Because mm-hmm. you always meet outside. You always meet outside. Mm-hmm. But in the marriage, you're going to be living and Together. begin everything from the inside. Mm-hmm. That is where the challenge is. Wow. And so, it's a lot of work. I, I say marriage is work. Mm-hmm. But I know, and I believe that once you meet that person, Spirit of God, mm-hmm. if you've been seeking, because remember I said that I involve a lot of prayers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And seeking. Yes. I remember even when I find out that she was going to college the following year. Mm-hmm. In, high, in high school, one, I spent 21 days fasting. And I said to the Lord that if indeed truly, if this woman is my wife, let her come to our house with no reason at mm. this time. Mm. I remember saying 12, 12, 12 noon. And at that time, you were like a year and a half mm-hmm. or two years. And I used to babysit you. So I was home with daddy and you. And this was a week after the fast. Mm-hmm. One... I believe Wednesday afternoon, she called me like 11.40. And she said, hey, Kay. That's how she used to call me. Hey, Kay. I said, hey. And then she said, "Um, can you get Karen ready? Uh, I, I got out of school early and I want to pass by and take Karen for a walk. Just like that. Just like that. And I started laughing. On the phone? <laughs> no. Oh, when, when we hung out because <laughs> it was a quick phone call. Mm, mm. So after we hung up, I started laughing. My dad asked me, what's funny? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, oh, dad, it's Diane. She's coming to pick Karen up. I didn't mention to my mm-hmm, dad. So mm-hmm. I went back and I picked my book. Mm. You know, and I was like, wow. Wow. God is real. He is real. He is real. And that that day confirmed to me not only that my mm. father, mm. 
also told told the Lord that if she's the one, she should let he should let her family accept me. Mm. And till today, mm-hmm. you like the the son they never had. <laughs> I I have this great relationship with my in laws that That's my mother in law always says that I can call her mother in law. She call her mom. And she call me son. And so all these things. Mm-hmm. That's All these things are the acceptance that I, I talked about mm-hmm. earlier on, that the spirit of God and the spirit within you, if only you will succumb to his guidance mm. and direction. Mm-hmm. Because to be sincere with you too, um, whilst praying for a spouse, if you are not careful, you can be deceived. Mm. Remember, that's, that's a scary thing. Remember. Marriage is an institution by God. Mm -hmm. God had a plan why he instituted marriage. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. So, um, you will know. You will know. When you know, you know. Oh, when you know. know. (laughs) Same way Adam said, bone of my bone. You will know that this is your bone. Mm. This is your ribs. Right. Not the one they they, they, they have in the stores. (laughs) Pork or beef? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So this brings me to the next question, actually. Mm -hmm. Have you ever heard of missionary dating? No. What is that? So missionary dating is saying that I like somebody. They're not a believer. I can convert them. (laughs) I think you guys should change the (laughs) word. When you said missionary, I'm thinking about two people going on a missionary in Kenya. And then they, they forget about the mission and they started dating. dating. No, no. Wow. Yeah, so that's missionary dating. Can you say that again? So missionary dating is saying that, okay, let's say me. I, I meet a guy outside that is not a believer. Mm. So I'm going to date him to mm-hmm. bring him to church mm. and make him a believer. So mm. I'm being a missionary because I'm winning souls for Christ. Wow, missionary dating. <laughs> wow, yeah. this is my first time hearing really? about this. So that's one of the questions that somebody had. Mm. So they said, what if I'm a Christian mm. and I meet a girl or a guy who mm-hmm. isn't? Hey, Bible says we shouldn't be equally yoked with unbelievers. Mm. You see, the problem with us is that you see, sometimes we become too spiritual and tend to spiritual fools. <laughs> yes. Wow. We become over spiritual. The thing is, even you yourself that you are a child of God, some of your weaknesses that you have seen or mm-hmm. have been revealed mm-hmm. to you by mm-hmm. Jehovah God, mm-hmm. throughout all these years, have you been able to change that? Mm-hmm. Let alone change somebody Let, else. And how can you change somebody? You can't. You see, the only person you can change is yourself. Mm-hmm. And even that we struggle. Mm-hmm. It's very hard. And so um, we can say, that, oh, this person is unbeliever. The only time you can do that is when God directly instructs you. Mm-hmm. That's when I will agree with the time that you guys have given this. <laughs> when God puts you on a mission. Like Hosea. <laughs> <laughs> when God puts you on this mission, uh-huh. then yes. Mm-hmm. But other than that, if it is your will, you will crash. Mm. If it is your will, it will, it will turn against you. It will bite you. It will destroy you. It will even turn you from believing in Jesus Christ. Hmm. 
It will turn your heart away. You know, the Lord instructed the children of Israel not to inter, inter, intermarry mm. with, you know, strangers and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And and he gave specific, he said, they will turn your heart away from me. Mm -hmm. And it was true. Yeah. Look at Samson. Mm -hmm. Samson, a man that you've been called, ordained. God made a promise with Samson, a promise he did not make, but just had to keep. It was God himself that made a promise with him. Mm -hmm. That, hey, I'm going to use you to deliver the, my children from the hands of the Philistines. And now you become allies to the Philistines. It's, it's, it's crazy. All because of what? The flesh. Yeah. <clears throat> and, and what is trending? Oh, we got to love them. Mm -hmm. Please. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Please. Oh, gosh. We, we, can, we can love them from afar. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. the Bible said, don't be equally yoked. Mm -hmm. Don't be equally yoked does not mean you can't be friends with them. You can be friends with them. Right. But when he when the Bible says don't be equally yoked with them, he's talking about. See? Mm -hmm. Jesus said mm -hmm. that take my yoke. Mm -hmm. Hmm? Mm -hmm. Because my yoke is light. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Okay. So whether you serve Christ or you don't serve him, there's a yoke we all carry. Right. Mm -hmm. When we serve Christ, we give him our heavy yoke. And then... We take his life. We take his. Mm -hmm. What is his? His principles. Mm -hmm. The belief mm -hmm. we have in him. The faith. And all this that build the relationship. That is the yoke. Mm -hmm. When yoke is mentioned, a lot of times we think that it is something bad. Mm -hmm. Not all yokes are bad. Because right. if you look at... If we go to a Greek... Agriculture. Mm -hmm. I don't know how they call it here. Yeah, you lost me for a second. <laughs> I, I I saw from your face. That's why I have to come back and pronounce the whole the whole word. Agri for short. Okay. Agriculture. Agriculture. Okay. They put an experience. Um, what do they call them? A farmer. N no. Um. Agri technician. <laughs> <laughs> no, a milk cow. It's oh, a name um, for it. Ox. Yeah, let's use the word ox. Mm -hmm. they, 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 they pick an experienced ox mm -hmm. and then pair him with inexperience. And then they, they, there's a yoke that yoke them together. Okay, yeah. And so the more they work, the inexperienced one learn from the experienced one. Mm. You understand? Oh, wow. They become better. If you put two experienced ones, they won't do nothing. Mm -hmm. So you put experience and inexperience. Mm -hmm. And the experience one influences the inexperience. Mm, okay. And so Christ is the experienced one. Christ has the proven fact and experiences that we all need. Mm -hmm. You understand? That, that's what the Bible says in, in, in Philippians. Let the mind of Christ be in you also because we are yoked together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so with his experience and our inexperience, if we allow ourselves to be yoked with him, a time comes where we will also gain the experiences that he, he, he had on this earth and the experiences that he had gathered, gathered from the relationship he had with his father. Mm -hmm. You understand? Yeah. But here we are. If we don't, and uh, we tie ourselves to an unbeliever, mm -hmm. it's either they're going to help us get rid of the experience we have of the Lord. Mm. 
With their experience. With their experience. Mm. And a lot of times, there's 90% chance that you fall out. And so, if God has not sent you Mm -hmm. on any mission, don't don't missionally date. (laughs) (laughs) Because if you are not careful, you will become the mission. Mm. (laughs) Seriously. You will become the mission. That's true. So, you mentioned before about intermarriage. Mm -hmm. So, the next question says... I'm a Christian, mm. and as we know it, um, Christianity has many denominations. Yes. So can I marry someone from a different denomination as me? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. But I will, I will always advise people that it's better when the two of you sit under one man of God. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, because... Uh, a lot of the doctrines out there are people's own belief, interpretation of people's own belief. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times if a husband attends church here and a wife attends church here, or a husband's faith is from here and a wife's faith is from here, the differences that I talked about earlier, mm-hmm. that itself can be a challenge. Mm. But they are both believers. Right. And so left to me alone, if both of you come from the same church, the same doctrine, the same practices, the same pastor, mm. same father, mm-hmm. same you know spiritual mother, mm-hmm. um, supporting system, which is fellowship in the church, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it enhances on the marriage. Mm. It's a plus. But if not, we're going to be fighting our differences plus doc- doctrinal differences, mm, right? Which right. a lot of time will affect our spirituality in our marriage. Mm. Because I believe something, you believe something. That itself can create argument mm. and a whole bunch of stuff, right? You know, because um, I have counseled a lot of people, and sometimes I realize that. Um, when people are coming from some place and another person is coming from some place, even when you sit them down, um, their viewpoint about certain areas of life, mm-hmm. way different. Mm-hmm. Way, way, way different. And so you as a counselor sometimes have to help and bridge the gap between them. And then how long can you be doing that? Right. Like at the end of the day, it's going to be just the two of them. Mm-hmm. So, you know... If it's the same church but different assemblies, maybe, maybe great. Mm-hmm. But even with that, there will still be some differences. Differences, because hey, whether they are both born by the pastor or not, the differences <laughs> are always going to be there <laughs> yeah. that we're going to work on. Mm-hmm. But uh, sometimes it's it's easy to disagree to agree or agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. But if if because I I believe that stronghold a lot of times is the mindset, right. And if you're not careful, uh, it can be deadly. Mm. It can be bad. Wow. So, next question. Should a couple be financially stable before getting married? It would be great. It would be great. Mm -hmm. Um, In our church, I advise people that before you come to me for counseling, you should have at least 30000 in your bank account. Dallas. Both. 
both of them? If it's both of you, it's a plus. But my, I'm always on top of the guys. Because, mm. you know, our background, where we come from, men are to be, you know, like... The providers. Yes. So, and then one of the reasons why I share this vision with people is because sometimes after after the wedding, the woman get pregnant. Mm. Yeah, honeymoon babies. And uh, some people that when they are pregnant, they have to be bed rest for mm-hmm. the entire nine months. Entire nine months. And so I put all these reality questions mm. to people when they tell me that, Pastor, I think right now I'm ready to you know, get married. And first thing I ask them, how much money do you have? <laughs> if you don't have 30,000, you're not ready. Mm. 30,000 should be a minimum. And that is not the money you're going to use for your wedding. That's so, wow. So you have to save for your oh, wedding. Oh, yes. And the 30,000 is untouchable. And that is to tell you that you don't have to come out with an expensive wedding. True. Because people are just coming to eat. And you know? leave. What do they eat is how much they'll pay. Mm. You understand? <laughs> and so, and I always encourage people that this is something that God is doing for you. Mm-hmm. Don't make your wedding an avenue to make money because you are not. You will be disappointed. Mm. If the Lord has blessed you with a husband, a wife, and you're doing something, do something simple, you know, just to thank God and celebrate mm-hmm. with your friends and family members mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Not something extravagant. Yeah. Where, you know, 40 people as bridesmaid. Like, does the Pope travel with 40 people? The Pope, <laughs> everything is paid for. You know, and, 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 and so all this stuff, a lot of times, after the wedding and stuff like that, mm-hmm. people owe money. Mm-hmm. People take they, out loans. Yes. Yeah. Why, sh- why should you take loan for a wedding? Hmm. Of which, if you take time to plan, You'll be fine. Mm-hmm. You know why people do adoration and stuff like that? If you look into it, like especially um, what they have in this country, baby shower and stuff like mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. are people who don't have means to take care of the baby. So publicly, they announce to people in the neighborhood that, hey, this is our sister is about to give birth, but she is not financially stable. Can we support them? Mm-hmm. Can we support mm-hmm, her? Mm-hmm. And then People, friends, da, 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 whole bunch of stuff. They come to, and, but if you plan well, mm-hmm. you don't need anybody. You need Godmother, Godfather. When did Godfather <laughs> eh, and Godmother, whatever, you know, like all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. when you were enjoying yourself, nobody was there. So carry the responsibility yourself mm-hmm. and don't don't push your responsibilities on other people. Right. If God is going to touch people, how to bless you. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. But we got to plan. It, yeah. We have to plan. And so uh, one of the one of the areas that create challenges and divorce in marriages hmm. is finances. finances. It's finances. Yeah. You know, and so I always encourage young men, if you know that you are not ready, don't put yourself, take time, save money. Don't let what is trending in the society that you are old affect you, don't be beaten by that societal bug and then mm. force you to do something that you're not ready to mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, it's your life. Right. 
Right. And so it's very, very important that you are financially stable mm-hmm. before you enter into marriage. Because that's somebody's precious daughter. That's somebody's precious king, um, prince mm-hmm. that you are married to. Mm-hmm. So you can't mishandle them right. and stuff like that. Like, And you don't want them to always waking up in the morning thinking about their parents. No. Mm-hmm. To go back there. No. Mm-hmm. No. No. In our language, they say, what's wrong with what oplet? If you know that <laughs> you are ready, ready to be right. married, go get your own cutlery set. That's it. Yeah, yes. That's yes. it. <laughs> if you can buy the cutlery set, you are not ready married. for marriage. That's it. Marriage. So um, in a courtship, mm-hmm. how long should a standard courtship be? I think it, it I wouldn't say it depends, but I think that it shouldn't be a long time. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't think it should be a long time because there's a lot of temptations out there. And sometimes, even if nothing is happening between the two of you, when people see the two of you Walking move around. back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, people begin to formulate things. And you don't want something that God is going to do for you mm. to be first, be dented by men, then later be answering mm-hmm. explaining yourself explaining yourself answering questions and a whole bunch of stuff so um i will say that a year to two years mm. two years is even more too much like wow a year to to two years a year to two years, or six months to oh, wow. two years like you should because if the lord confirms to you mm. when you know you know when you know you know mm-hmm. and like i said earlier on if 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 all this while when you were single, if you had prepared yourself, mm. you will need two years to court somebody. Right. Wow. You need two years to court somebody. Hmm. That makes sense. Okay. Next question. I love my partner. Mm-hmm. We are not married yet, mm. but I don't get along with his or her mom. Oosh. Hmm. <laughs> That's dangerous. I have tried, mm. but she always has negative comments. Mm. Is it important for me to have a good relationship with her? If so, what should I do? Yes, it is. To have a, a relationship with a very mom? good relationship because you don't marry a person. You marry the family. Mm. And how can you tell me that I don't like this mango tree, but I love it fruit? <laughs> For real. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and uh, even Bible tells us, remember where you were hewn. You know, so, and and he comes from that, that, that woman. Mm-hmm. And you have to learn to treat them like um, your own. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is what I tell people. Mm-hmm. If the Lord confirms to you, that this is your spouse. The next prayer point is that Father, spend like 21 days in prayer and fasting. The Father, before this, my would be introduce me to his or her parent. Mm-hmm. When they see me, let them fall in love with me. Mm. Let them fall in love with me. Every negativity I crush, you spend 21 days because look, sometimes. It can be the will of God for you to marry that family, mm-hmm. but then the enemy mm. causes contention. A lot. Wow. And then also sometimes too, 
if you study personality types, when you see somebody for the first time, there's a category of the types that you put them. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And and sometimes that's not their personality type. Mm-hmm. Later, when you get to know them, you realize that they are, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. You look like the Sherman tank, but you are not. What's that? Sherman tank is a personality that, you know, like the all the bulldozer. Mm-hmm. You know, like when, when they come, it's like, they just, you know, flattens everything on on their path. Right. Maybe you are just a wet blanket. What's that? Just suck everything. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) So it can be that, but even with that, um, you showing care concern to the person and respect Mm. because Mm -hmm. one of the most fragile relationship on earth is the in-law relationship Mm -hmm. very fragile definitely thing can go sour anytime Mm -hmm. you understand because because of the tendencies of i'm not Mm. can you go into that a little deeper the tendencies of i'm not is i'm not your son Mm. You are now my mom. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You are now my dad. Mm? Mm-hmm. Those tendencies can create contention. Right. And so, because of you are now, even when the person means well, mm. it could be misinterpreted. Right. And so, the in law relationship requires a lot of intentionality mm. and a high level of respect. Mm-hmm. To keep it because it's very fragile. Right. You can lose it, you can break it, you can destroy, you can dent it. Mm-hmm. So that's what I, w- I would say. It's very, very important that you get along with your in-laws. Mm-hmm. Because if not, remember, that's their daughter, mm-hmm. that's their son, and that's their beloved. Mm-hmm. And he, he or she will always be beloved by, by mom. Yeah. Yeah, their parents. Mm-hmm. You are a stranger. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> you are just coming around. Mm-hmm. But, you know, a, a lot of times, the love from our parents, they, they, they show too much concern that they overstep their boundaries. Yeah, yeah. So you got to be gracious. Ask yourself, if it was my mom, will I be gracious or mm. I won't? And if you will be gracious to your mom, then be to your in-law. So that's what I would say. Very fragile. Mm. So, okay. One last question for the singles and then we're going to get into the marriage questions. I know you're tired. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, guys, my pastor is a busy man. We need to, once we have you, we need to use you. <laughs> so um, it says, I'm dating someone. Uh, and we have already had sexual relations. Uh-huh. We've now found Christ, uh, and we agree that it was wrong and want to change things. Mm. Is it even wise for us to continue our relationship? If it's the will of God, yes. Because mm. all these things we're talking about should be the will of God, mm-hmm. not our will. Because right. if it is still our will, then I think we won't 
um, give our lives to the Lord. We mm-hmm. still mm-hmm. be there and continue what we're doing. Mm-hmm. But if we come to find Christ, we got to go apart, then come together. Mm. Oh, like um, the couple that came before. Um, yeah, and I call it um, the diamond, the diamond process. We go apart and then we come together. Oh, shape like a that. Wow, Pastor. Yeah. <laughs> we go oh, apart, wow. And, and then, then we, we come, come back together. together. We go apart and mm-hmm. then we come back together. The going apart does not mean we break up. But since we did not know the Lord and we have had, um, if you guys are married, it's different. But if you are okay. not married, because you said single, so mm-hmm. it means that they are not married, just right. that they were just having some sexual intimacy. Mm-hmm. But now that um, by the grace of God, they've, they've been born again, they know what is good from what is wrong, they know what is right, and they want to do it the right way, mm-hmm. they go apart. Mm-hmm. The going apart is breaking ties from that intimacy that was between us. The apart is us. Now, learning to have that intimacy with God. God, and then later he brings us together. Mm. Very simple. But then, in that growing or going apart, if the Lord comes in mm-hmm. and lets you know that this is not his will, mm-hmm. there's, there's so many things that we can, can be done. Because mm-hmm. remember that now you've grown apart, so it won't hurt like before. Right. Because now everything about you is God. Right. Your 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 concern. Yes, you miss them. Yeah. Again, the missing them is the scars. Don't yes, forget. Yes. And the memories. And the memories, a whole bunch of stuff. But um right. the, the will of God brings peace, joy, happiness, mm. love, understanding, mm-hmm. anything great. It will, it will bring to you. And so I always say that I would rather suffer pain mm. now and be happy the rest of my life mm. than be happy now and suffer the rest of my life. So um, the diamond process, I love it. Mm. <laughs> I love that, the diamond process. It's it's so picturesque. Like I see it in my eyes. Like <laughs> Okay, so we're going to get to the marriage questions. And it's just a few. So, <laughs> the Bible says, "Husbands, mm-hmm. love your wives mm-hmm. as Christ loves the church." Mm-hmm. Can you please describe what that love is, and is it attainable? Yeah, it is. That love is beautiful. That love is amazing. But it's only beautiful and amazing when that husband understands Christ. Mm. If you don't understand Christ, you can't love your wife as Christ loved the church. Remember, I talked earlier on about earlier when I said about the yoke. Mm-hmm. And so you, the husband, being yoked with Christ will help you gather experience from his word mm-hmm. to show love to your wife. Mm-hmm. You understand? And I always hear people talk about, you know, 1 Corinthians 13, love is this, love mm-hmm. is that. Mm-hmm. See, all those stuff the Bible listed are the fruit of love. Mm-hmm. Those are the fruit of love. So true love, mm-hmm. God's love, has to have all of those qualities. Oh, yes. 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 Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just, yesterday, oh, yeah, since, 
Eight years ago, started praying to the Lord that actually nine years, because this year, nine years will be nice. Um, when we first married, in the beginning, we have argument back and forth, da, 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 disagreement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then I started praying that I don't want to argue with my wife anymore and mm-hmm. for eight years. But then um, recently, I, I saw myself praying that prayer again mm-hmm. because maybe you ask, why are you praying the prayer again? Prayer is like depositing money in the bank. After a while, you spend it. Mm-hmm. And so you have to put it back. Mm-hmm. And- <laughs> <laughs> wow. So when it comes to these things, it requires intentionality mm-hmm. because if you look at what the Bible says, it says that, I think it's in um, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 26 going, where it talks about that, that we should give our lives up to our wives just like Christ did. What mm. did Christ do? He gave his life. He gave his life. And he said that by washing the church mm. Mm, mm-hmm. through his word so that he will present to himself mm, mm-hmm. a wife without spot and wrinkles. Mm-hmm. And so here we are, the wife that God has given me, mm-hmm. she's supposed to be dear to my heart. If you ask me that what is your purpose? What is the purpose that you have for your wife or what is the purpose in your marriage? I will tell you that my purpose for my wife hmm, Mm -hmm. is that her happiness depends on me. Mm. Her joy, her fulfillment. Anything that will build her up, make her complete, is my assignment. Mm. And so, it's not just about um, you don't even think about what they are bringing on the table because when Christ did all this for the church, yes, he's a sovereign God, but he still knew that there are some people that he will, he will not get them mm. into the kingdom of God. Hmm. But yet, he did it for all. And so if you look at it, it's, it's, it's a love that gives without mm. expecting anything back. Mm. It's a love that put the best interest of your wife first, her happiness, her joy, and 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 achievement, success, everything should be about her. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yeah. So uh, once you are able to do that, as Bible says, for God loves so the world that He gave His, He Only gave, He gave, himself. and yeah. and each time we break love down, L O V E, the L listen. When you love somebody, you got to listen to them. Mm-hmm. And the O, which I call the foundation of God's love, mm-hmm. is overlooking. Mm-hmm. You got to overlook their, overlook their weaknesses, their mistakes, their fault. And, and a lot of times, for 12 years, I've been praying to God that, let me always fall in love with my wife every day. Mm-hmm. And every day, every day I fall in love with her. Every day I see her differently. Mm. Every day I see her like the very first day I saw her. Every day I see her. And so I, I don't get room. I don't get the chance to compare her to other women mm. because it has been my prayer for a long time. Mm-hmm. Every time. Mm-hmm. 
Wow. You know how some people, they, they live with somebody for a long time and they, they begin get tired to of them. tired of them and irritate them? Mm-hmm. No. Every day there's something new about her mm-hmm. that I fall in love with. Mm-hmm. That's very intentional. And every day I tell her. Wow. Every day I tell her. Wow. You know, because the Lord wants us to be example to people that don't have, that, are, that are exposed to bad marriages. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. classifying all marriages to be bad and evil, yet they are living with their boyfriend, girlfriends, and the things they are doing, it's like they are married. Mm-hmm. But it's just that they've <laughs> never gone through the proper process. Right, right. So we have to be the beacon of hope mm. for people. Yes. You know, so yeah. um, that's what I would say. Wow. You, you kind of, ex- that was actually some of the questions, the next question that what was the role of a husband was the role of the, the wife. We really, we heard. I, I don't believe in roles. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in gender roles. I don't. Because, and everybody that I counseled, I, I mentioned to them that mm-hmm. I'm not a strong believer of gender roles. That's for the worldly people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because as you're saying, like, I, I know with me, my mindset of, roles in a marriage was a man provides, he works, woman cooks, cleans, take care of babies. There's certain things that men don't do. There's certain things that women don't do. In the married Bible, we say we are one. Mm-hmm, mm. So what is the rule for the man? What is the rule for the woman? Like There have been times where my wife was working. I was, I was home taking care of the kids. Mm. You know, like this This was the, only, the second time that we've both worked at mm. the same time. Mm-hmm. When we first got before we get before we got married, that she was working and I was working. After we got married, we were both working. And then when the kids came, it changed. Mm. Why did it change? We realized that sometimes you pay people money to take care of your children, and the <laughs> care that you want, you don't get for mm. them. Mm-hmm. So we decided that one one will stay home and one will work. And it has worked perfectly for us. Mm-hmm. And I believe the first time when she was working and I was working, she was making double the money that I, I made. Wow. Yeah. And it didn't bother never, you in any way? Never. That's, that's Never. Wow. The money is ours. <laughs> exactly. I don't have a, a separate account. Mm-hmm. No, that's, mm-hmm. You see, that thing creates contention because... It gives everybody room to assume mm. what is in the account. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But here we are, we, we have one single account. You go in there, you have the password. That's what we call transparency. Mm-hmm. Like we say, and they were naked and not afraid. Mm. We got to be naked. I got to know you in and now. And you don't have to be, we got to be vulnerable. You, you, you understand? Mm-hmm. And so in our home, I vacuum. Mm-hmm. My wife does. She cooks. I cook. If I walk in and she's not back from work, it is necessary for me to prepare something so when she gets home, she'll have something to eat. Mm-hmm. I don't have to say I am the man. Mm-hmm. So, so I have to, to sit come. by the dining table, wait for her. She's been on her feet the whole entire day. Mm-hmm. Come on, be sensitive. Right. Think about that's why I said if the person's happiness is your priority, mm-hmm. huh? you will not sit down and wait for them to come and cook for you to eat. Because mm-hmm. here we are, 
if if her happiness is your priority, you would think for them. Mm-hmm. That as they are coming, they're already tired. Right. So why don't I get something ready for them? They come, they shower, they eat, they go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. That's amazing. If you don't know how to cook, it's different. <laughs> Today, YouTube, you can learn so much mm-hmm. from YouTube. Mm-hmm. When you classify gender roles in a marriage, mm-hmm. it, it can bring contention. Yeah. So after I'm done with my role, and That's I see it. a need, that is my wife's. Do I sit down and say that I was I'm done with my role? Mm. You know, my role, like I only take out the garbage. I don't I don't sweep. Mm. Huh? Mm-hmm. And if you take away the garbage, you don't sweep. How will the debt get in the garbage can? <laughs> Seriously, you know. So um, we we just get to wake up mm-hmm. from so many things. Define certain things for yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a husband. This is my home. Mm-hmm. This is your world. This is where you function very well. Mm-hmm. This is a place that you get peace of mind mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, so don't sit down and say my my role is take out the trash. And so you see papers on the floor. You are waiting for your wife to sweep and put them. No, I don't believe in that. Mm. Wow. So that's um in the home. Yes. Uh, what about spiritually? What is the role of a husband and what is the role of a wife? Um, I think the Bible describes it very well mm-hmm. to love her and the woman to submit mm-hmm. and humble. And how does a woman submit? How does a woman submit? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's very simple because I, I I will I will break that down with the word respect. Mm. Respecting the husband because mm-hmm. Um, almost ninety-eight percent of men, their love language is is through respect. Mm-hmm. And so, when the Bible says that submit, see a lot of times, some of the words that the Bible uses, we don't sit down to look into them. We hear submit, and so we we think that when you come and he's sitting down, you have to come and kneel down mm-hmm. in front mm-hmm. of him and stuff like that. You know, we can even argue respectfully. Yeah, I'm not gonna raise my voice. But what we are talking about is something that we need to talk about. Mm. And sometimes, if we don't understand that a lot of submissiveness is true respect and not that um, I'm afraid of you or that kind of thing. No. It's because that is what the Bible requires of me. Mm. That as a woman, I can be emotionally out best. You know, you can bust out mm-hmm. emotionally. And, and women are driven emotionally. Mm-hmm. You understand? Like, the respect is that. I got to learn how to control mm. my emotions. My emotions. Mm-hmm. Because if I don't, my words, my tone, timing, hmm, mm-hmm. can affect the relationship. And it will seem like I'm being disrespectful right. or not submissive. Mm. But then... It might not be the case. Right. You know, so to me, that's what I think. Uh, somebody else might have a, diff- a different, you know, take about it. But I-, I believe that when the Bible says that we should submit, all that he was telling women was to be respectful in how they deal with their husbands because the Bible says that the men are the head mm. of the family. Mm. Wow. That's it. <laughs> and then when it comes to loving, um, 
the wives. Mm -hmm. The man also have to let the woman feel that they belong. Mm. Their opinion count, you know, mm -hmm. and they matter to right. them. Right. And I think that that is love. At our marriage retreat, I shared something with the men. Mm -hmm. How to show love to your spouse. Mm -hmm. Remember earlier when I said that love is an acronym, listen, Overlook. overlooking weaknesses, mistake, shortcoming, mm -hmm. and value. Yeah. V, value their opinion, personality, and their presence. When you are with them, engage 100%. Mm -hmm. And then E, you express the love. Mm -hmm. So, um, I, 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 I call this thing C cube. C cube. C cube. Okay. Care, mm. concern, and comfort. Care, concern, and comfort. comfort. That's C cube. Mm. Okay. Care, concern, and comfort. Mm -hmm. When the Bible says you should love your wife, mm -hmm. husbands, love your wife. Christ showed care. Mm -hmm. He showed concern. Mm. And then at the end of the day, he comforted us. Mm. So every man, whether you're a young man, and that is something that I'm teaching my sons, mm -hmm. that every woman needs to be cared for. Mm. You got to show concern and then comfort. Mm. If you're newly married, you don't know your wife also have a feeling you gotta you gotta care for them. Right. You know, there are certain things that I think men should respond immediately mm -hmm. to the needs of their wives. Right. You know, and so if we men can love our wives, we gotta express care, mm. concern, concern, and comfort. And comfort. Mm. Look. If you can do this for your spouse, you have her heart all the time. Mm. Mm. Wow. Yep. That's a secret, guys. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And I have one for the women, too. Mm. We're listening. And, and for the women, I call it CARS. C-A-R-S. C-A. Let's write this down. <laughs> CARS. Care. Mm -hmm. Appreciation. Respect and sex. Hmm. Care. Appre appreciation. appreciation. Respect. Respect. And sex. Wow. That's that's Cars. the secret to every man's heart. Hmm. And so married women. Sometimes we think that women are the only people that need care. No. It's men it's do. men do. Mm -hmm. See men think they are tough like sometimes uh, even when the woman is trying to care for us uh, we, we pretend like we don't but we do mm -hmm. you know one time my wife asked me this question what makes you feel loved mm. and I say when I feel babied <laughs> yeah when I feel babied like and why I said that mm. not that uh, she gotta baby me mm -hmm. but I look at how a woman care for her child. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
That's how I want to be cared for. Mm. She wakes up in the morning. She look at that child to see whether they are breathing. Yeah. Mm. When you wake up in the morning, I want you to check me out. Hey, baby. How are you, you breathing? <laughs> are you breathing? Yeah. Mm. And the next thing is if, if they are breastfeeding, mm-hmm. they, they, they pick the baby up. Whether the baby is hungry or not, yeah. they feed them. Mm-hmm. So whilst I'm in bed and you go to the kitchen and you make me breakfast and you bring it to me, I feel loved because mm. I feel like you're treating me like one of your kids. Your, your, your kids. Mm. You understand? Mm-hmm. Like I'm at work, you call me, hey, how you doing? Hey, what time are you getting home? I get home food is on the dining table and stuff like that. Hey, um, sit down with me. Uh, in the living room, put your head on my lap, mm-hmm. you know, like, let me rub your feet. That... Mm-hmm. Men need that. Women, men need this. <laughs> Women, men need this. Women, I want to remind every woman who is married, listening to me, if you're not married to write this somewhere mm-hmm. and begin to practice with your father. Mm. Practice it with your father. So by the time God bring your would be, you'll be ready and perfect in this thing. Mm. And then appreciation. Mm. Appreciate every single thing. Look, men feel respected when they appreciate it. Mm. Every little thing, appreciate mm. them. And then the respect is what I broke down earlier on. Right. And then the other one, mm-hmm. see, um, Dr. Mice Moreau says something that I love. Say, look, men do not want sex they, they need, need it. sex <laughs> because they carry seed yes and they carry seed yeah. and every every sower is just looking for a place to sow that's true and if you're not careful sister mabel in the church whilst you are preventing him she will give it to him for free mm. i love when he said that <laughs> you know so let's wake up mm. let's wake up please that man is your God-given project mm. that God expects you to nurture them, baby them, care for them, show concern and comfort, respect them, and then at the end of the world, present them to him. Because mm. that's what the Bible says. That. And then of the day, Christ is going to present the church to himself. Right. And so men, work very hard on your wives. Mm. When you realize that there's a need for you to add value to yourself, do it with your wife. Mm. Grow together, share ideas together. Mm. Look, let your wife be the first person that you share anything and everything with. Let her be the first person to hear from you. Mm. Women, likewise, don't call your mom. Mom this, mom this. Sometimes it does not help. When a fourth person comes in the marriage, it destroys the marriage. Let your husband be the first person to hear some of your achievements. Mm-hmm. Not other people calling them to share with them. Right. No, that's yeah. not romantic. Yeah, You know, so uh, my advice to all of us is that God has given us this platform called marriage to nurture mm-hmm. our spouses. Mm-hmm. And then when we are done, we are fully grown. We take them back mm. to God. May God bless you. May the Lord keep you. Amen. Till I see you again. Amen. And that's Ciao. very soon. Ciao. <laughs> Thanks, Pastor, so much for coming on to the show. Anytime. God bless you so much for giving us this advice. Anytime. Brad Johnson, when we say anytime, it means that we can keep coming back. (laughs) 
So we'll be back. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to The Journey with your host, Karen Xiao. If you like our show and want to know more, please check out our Instagram page at the journey underscore podcast and stay tuned for our upcoming website. It's coming soon, guys. We're still searching for a website designer. So if you are one or if you know one, please and please again, please reach out to us so that we can work with you and then our website will be ongoing. So my special announcement. <laughs> so we're going to, today was the finale, as we know, of Praying for My Spouse, but we're going to have a bonus episode with, guess what, our pastor and all of the couples that came onto the show for part one, part two, and part three. So we will announce the date very soon as we put things together, but that's our very special announcement that they will be back on to talk with our pastor and with us about certain things. So stay tuned for that. Please leave us a review on iTunes and Google Podcasts and join us next week when we talk about this month's salvation story. So every month we're going to have a salvation story where the, we know the Lord is a savior. And he has saved so many of us from the world. And we usually like to bring people on once a month to come and talk about their journey, to talk about their salvation story with our guest, Bianca Anderson. I am so excited for that. Remember, the fastest runner doesn't always win the race. The strongest warrior doesn't always win the battle. The wise sometimes go hungry and the skillful are not necessarily wealthy. Those who are educated don't always lead successful lives. It's all decided by God, by times and seasons. I love you all, God bless you all, and have a wonderful week. This is called a journey